Hello, this is Understanding Elon Musk, and uh, as you can see, this is the, the back view uh, of the, the dog run. Uh, I'm here in the outside uh, room, uh, the, the garden room, or not the sun room, or whatever. Uh, you can see uh, the cat is sleeping here. The door, one of the dogs also watching me, so <laughs> yeah, we are all here. So, uh, it is today uh, set, uh, Friday, and uh, there is a typhoon coming here. Uh, that's why the reason why we went here uh, this weekend. You can see that it's raining here. Sometimes it rains very, very hard. Sometimes it is a little bit. But tomorrow at around 6 o'clock in the morning, it will be, uh, the typhoon will be very close. Uh, as you can maybe see, no, yeah, here a little bit uh, over here. Here, there, somewhere, you can see that there's a greenhouse, and uh, that's one of the reasons uh, always I have to uh, be worried about uh, typhoons uh, hitting my place because uh, sometimes the the, the greenhouse gets uh, demolished uh, by the strong wind and uh, branches uh, falling on the vinyl. Uh, I didn't repair it the last time, so it is uh, a little bit in a uh, bad state. But uh, I removed all the important stuff, so it is still uh, okay. Uh, uh, I'm waiting after the, the, the typhoon seasons to, uh, when it is summer, to uh, put a new uh, vinyl uh, cover on it. And then I will uh, find a, a better way to uh, make it uh, resistance against uh, these, uh, these storms. Also, I found out that uh, if you have vinyl and that you have it like for maybe two, two, three years, three years, around after two years, it gets uh, harder. So there is a UV influence on this uh, vinyl. And you, I think you have to, re, every two years you have to uh, uh, remove it and redo it. Uh, but I also was thinking, uh, if here in Japan you use vinyl, you, you, the temperature gets too high, it, it becomes a sauna. So I'm thinking about the, the, the to make it as a layered uh, construction. So I will make, uh, you, ha you have this insect uh, gaze or this insect uh, uh, cotton. So that blocks uh, like mesh, a very fine mesh to block uh, insects. Uh, so I'm thinking to build something on the side that it is uh, uh, insect uh, uh, blocking a little bit. Now I think on, on the top, I think on the top you want to make in the, this cloth stuff uh, so that also the heat goes up. So on the side it will be more, uh, I call it, uh, I use plastic. So the plastic I will cut in two. And then I still need something uh, when it is raining at the top. So I'm thinking about that, uh, maybe some uh, some other stuff that I can pull something on over it when it is uh, when it is really storming, that it is enclosed. Um, normally you have on the sides, you, you can open a, a, a vinyl house. But uh, the problem is if you open it on the sides, the, the heat in the summer goes to the top. So it's still an oven there. So I'm thinking about, I'm, I also thought about the construction that you can make a, 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 a hole or holes in the side uh, on the top of the roof so the heat can go out. Because if you can get out the heat out of the vinyl house and you just have protection against the rain or something, and it is a construction that it is not blown away. Like normally you can say, okay, you make some, like the, you can see the, the, the Asamaya here, he has a roof with an opening there. So on top of a roof, there's another roof. You cannot do it vanilla because the wind is uh, typhoon-wise. Uh, it will blow up your whole vanilla uh, house. And, uh, this Asamaya is also good, but it's also getting old and it's just getting rusty. So I want to do this in the summer or in the winter. I will uh, remove, remove some of the panels of the, the roof that are rotten, of the, that are uh, rusted, and then I will uh, replace them with some uh, self-made uh, uh, pieces of metal so that it is... Uh, 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 good again for a few years. Uh, the the Azamaya, this this the, the tea house is made from from a kind of uh, metal uh, sheets. So uh, I have to uh, have to take uh, to have to replace them after now almost what is it seven eight years. Uh, the the legs you can see the legs that are there here. You can see the legs. I put some concrete because the dogs were peeing against it and. Yeah, if you have pee uh, with metal, it's gonna rust even harder. So that is something I, I, I place some uh, concrete cover on that. So let's talk about uh, where I'm sitting now, and uh, you can maybe see uh, the sound uh, getting, uh, the environment sound getting very hard because of the rain. 
Uh, so what I'm going to talk today is, is about the 3D modeling. Eh? This is also 3D, uh, yeah, 3D world. So uh, what, why is that important? Eh? So um, if you look at uh, Elon Musk and uh, he's talking about real world AI, uh, uh, what is it? So also AI, uh, my brother also studied uh, three-dimensional virtual world. Uh, I was interested in it, but I gave up to it. Uh, I will explain later to it. Uh, let me explain first. It. So. The problem of uh, 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 one of the pieces of mathematics, if you study mathematics, is you have linears, you have lines, and you have uh, all kinds of formulas. But one of the, the, the pieces inside of, uh, of the field of uh, mathematics is uh, factors. And uh, that has to do with uh, calculations for, for images or for, not for images, but for, for, for yeah, you can see it as, 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 yeah, as images, as strength. You also use it for physics, uh, like you have a direction. And you have a, a strength, and you have a three-dimensional direction. You can sometimes even have four-directional uh, with a time or something. But yeah, these are factoral calculations, and those factor calculations are also the, the. If you want to know a little bit uh, more about these, these are very simple. The, the you add a factor, you can multiply a factor, and that's it. Uh, you can subtract a factor, and uh, the constructions of it. So there's uh, some some calculations there, and this is exactly what uh, what what it is used for. Uh, for, for rendering, for, for for image generation. So this is also what a GPU can do. And this is also uh, this GPU. So this is also has to do with AI. You have even factor databases and you have even uh, this, this. If you look at uh, the formula or model, in reality, it is like a, a, a numbers here. Number, it is a square of numbers. And that is also called a factor. So it has all to do with factors, uh, factor space. Uh, dimension space uh, if you they talk about uh, parameters like uh, if you have four parameters for this stuff it means two by two so you have a field two by two if you have you have six by uh, three by three is nine you have four by four is, is, is 14 so you make this this is so you make a square of numbers and that is your uh, your factor calculation so and if you have a square very big square with all kinds of numbers in it yeah, this is also what this image is, because every pixel has an amount of uh, a value, uh, normally three values, for three you have three colors, uh, RGB. So you can imagine for every point you have three numbers. So if you have a very big field, with, uh, one, uh, what is it, 1000 by 700 is a screen, for, so you have 700 points by 1000 points, but times three, uh, because you need, uh, for, for, for every point you need three numbers. So you, you can use a trick, so you have like uh, uh, for every position uh, at 700 by 1000, you have uh, a specific number, and that number is a representation of the, the color. You can imagine that. So then you have in reality a screen, an image. And now you can use all those, in your this, this is also a factor. So you can do all time, you can add an image to an image. In that way, you just add those numbers. You take an, an average. You can make uh, detection of, uh, of of in this in, in this factor of uh, lines of numbers that are uh, like a, make a big jump. Uh, the one number is one, and the second number is a very high number. So you can that is also called edge detection or something. So you can see all kinds of. Uh, if you know a specific number that has a specific color, you can change that number into another color, uh, and into another number. So this has to do all with with this this this. This this table uh, in our case, if you have a screen with thousand by seven hundred, so thousand by seven hundred uh, 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 field of numbers, and you can manipulate this with with uh, factor uh, with with these uh, mathematical combinations, and that is all. Uh, what is all that is everything? What it has to do with with AI and with numbers, because this is this is the the the, the model we are talking about models of formulas. So you can connect a formula to all those points that are re recalculated and that is uh, how these uh, how these AIs works they, that is what they are calculating they are factor uh, they are all always factors so okay is enough so but you understand now that uh, you can make an, uh, an image with this and uh, get away from this thing uh, so that is how uh, one of the pieces of an AI works. Hmm? You can look at, uh, for example, uh, other 
uh, how you call it, uh, books about AI uh, recognizing of uh, symbols or images or cats or creating of images, uh, so it's Midnight German and all those. I mean, they also use those fields and they generate these these values in this big uh, table with numbers. And depending on your uh, your image, or a thousand by a thousand, it generates a, a table, thousand by thousand numbers. And that is what your image is. <coughs> because a computer only has one zero or a value for, for, for a pixel, and that, that is the number that is in the table. So what is so important about 3D world and uh, uh, images, etc., and uh, for real AI? So the problem, first the problem is, uh, we humans see everything we see is two-dimensional. If you close one eye, it is we see a one-dimensional, two-dimensional picture. Yeah, we cannot see, but if you have one eye, you cannot see depth. You can guess if it is moving, something is moving before something else. You can see, okay, this thing has to be behind it. But if you have a still, an image that is not moving, like, like an image or a picture, you cannot, uh, you can guess the depth because so far as something goes, the smaller it gets. But it can also be a trick. Uh, the, some of the architectures from the old Greek uh, buildings looks very nice, but they're using a trick to make it even more interesting. It's an optical illusion eh? because if you have only one eye, you can see the world. You will, uh, you cannot uh, guess any depth. In, in, in if you are a cat with one eye, you cannot jump from a table to a chair. You cannot guess the. It is very hard to guess the the, the, the distance. Only because if you, maybe you know or you're guessing, you you have to really guess because you don't know. So, and if you want to use this information with one eye of a 3D world, that is a picture of 3D world, you cannot, uh, it is very hard to, to, uh, to, to understand the world. If you have only an, 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 an image of a situation of a picture of like this garden, you will think, uh, okay, uh, I'm in front, I'm in front of this, uh, in the inside of this room and we are outside there's the trees etc you for for us humans if we see a picture we already going to make a 3d uh, world representation of this two-dimensional image for us but for a computer it is it is it doesn't understand this so this for it is it's just colors and it's just numbers and it cannot understand that one image is in front of another image so what they started to do in, uh, in those days is uh, stereo vision. Because humans have two eyes, and animals have two eyes. You hear the rain is getting louder. Uh, uh, and they're a little bit, uh, they, uh, a little bit a different view. If you, you use one eye, close one eye, you open one eye, and you do the other way around, you see that uh, you see a little bit an angle difference. Huh? This is the difference between uh, your eyes. And this difference, you can, with this difference, you can guess, strangely enough, your brain, Depth. Uh, you can see depth by, because you have two eyes, and this and your brain combines those two signals, and it gives you. If you move, you see that things are uh, closer. Things are getting bigger, faster, and things in the background are getting less bigger. If you move closer, if I move closer to my laptop, I see my laptop getting uh, a percentage bigger, like five percent bigger, but. The, the door is only getting 1% bigger. And because of that fact that things that are closer are getting quickly bigger than things that are farther away, I understand, my brain understands that the laptop is closer to me than the door behind it. So, and all, all the other things, uh, if things are moving, your brain uh, is very influenced by, uh, your image that you see is very influenced by, your, your, your brain manipulates this. And this trick is used by uh, magicians. Uh, the, the, the fastness of the hand, you think an object is here and then you do something and you're still there, but it is in the other hand because you didn't see how it movement or you look at something. You, you can see even sometimes if you have a normal vision, you, you sometimes concentrate on a specific thing in your vision that you don't see something what's in your vision, you don't see. Uh, you, you, you focus too much on something like on the television and something falls uh, aside of the television and you didn't even see it because you were too focused on that screen. So that's also very interesting because a computer will always see the whole picture. It will not focus on a specific area of the of the image. But it, so these are also things that are uh, very, uh, very, very interesting.
Yeah, you see often that uh, uh, somebody in the movies uh, is, is is there and something is uh, a sight is, is, is coming near to, uh, something scary is coming near and they doesn't see it or something. So uh, a computer will, uh, something uh, mechanical will always see us, but we are sometimes so focused on something just in front of us that we don't see, uh, we don't even hear things around us. We are just so focused. So this has to do something with our brains and our, and our movement. So about this 3D world. Huh? So uh, with they tried, to, my brother also did research for, uh, for, for image recognition and uh, making from images uh, 3D uh, worlds for his uh, research. Uh, he did some kind of research for robotics. So they wanted to build a human and with a robot a very long time ago, that's 20, 30 years ago, the university. And uh, he was at the visual uh, laboratory. So his, his task was to, to make a robot or a thing to see three-dimensional. So they could pick up a, a cup and put it down and they know where it is. So they, of course, directly knew that one image you cannot do it. So you need to have stereo vision. So then uh, he started to make uh, software that uh, the stereo vision of two pictures, it can make a 3D uh, picture of something of 3D with depth. Uh, then they, they started with video and because you have multiple pictures and a little bit of movement there, he could create a three-dimensional world in it, in a view of this, uh, uh, also depending on how far the cameras are uh, a part of each other, he could make a three-dimensional view of what is in front of him with this, uh, with this software that he made. Uh, uh, also later, uh, you can see with, uh, I think Microsoft had this uh, uh, extension for the for the Xbox uh, camera you, you put on top of your television with also with stereo vision. And if you move your hands and you step further, it could interpret this. Huh? Uh, there were some games, a few games, uh, I think it is a pity that's only a few games, that use this uh, camera uh, to, to, do, uh, to, to, to get the input of what people are doing in front of the television. Uh, I think, uh, but also uh, uh, there were also uh, projects that uh, Microsoft built this in the cameras of laptops. Of the they wanted to use this for uh, for, for 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 other stuff for like pointers or for for uh, how you call it um, uh, for for uh, built into a laptop, but also for one dimension with one camera. So the goal was to try to get this same effect that you have with two cameras into one camera. So that was also a big study. Uh, my brother, uh, when he, uh, he did all kinds of works in the Netherlands, he went to uh, Australia and he worked, he worked for a company that was exactly doing that. They had an, uh, an add-on on for Windows to make like, uh, it's like this video, you see your hands, that they can they detect the hands, like objects in the pictures, like hands, and see what they were doing. And if you use your hands and make a circle, and it knows at the point of your finger where it is, it can draw a, a circle on the screen. <coughs> so his, uh, this company we work for uh, did like uh, object recognition and human uh, hand recognition, and you can uh, draw with your finger with the camera just on, on your laptop with the help of the camera. So they developed, they developed, and he had a good job uh, where he was living in New Zealand. And then uh, Microsoft integrated a similar uh, software into Windows and indirectly or directly, this whole company had no existence anymore because yeah, you have an add-on for, for Windows for a specific uh, application. But if Windows makes this application uh, themselves and integrate it in Windows, yeah, you're out of business. Nobody will buy this stuff. So. Uh, he lost his job that way, and now then he went to another job for making an, uh, a spectrum analyzer uh, yeah, because uh, you have a lot of uh, uh, sheep and, uh, and cows in, uh, in New Zealand, and uh, the spectrum analyzer was used to measure uh, milk and uh, other things for for the farming industry, and he found a good job there, and he built an, uh, an uh, spectrum analyzer that you can plug on to your USB, it's a very small one. And uh, they can analyze the milk and all kinds of products, uh, what kind of materials in it. That he built software for that, and he found again a nice job. And that job will uh, also move to Germany a little bit, but the, the, the main uh, company will still be in New Zealand. And that's the job that he's doing now. Uh, I uh, never did something with 3D. I had a competition with my brother sometimes that we were trying to make a 3D game. 
and I always manipulated the, the what you were seeing. So with colors, I I, I made a, a picture or something that was moving, but I didn't move at all. What I did was I used multiple pictures, like 60 pictures for one minute to, to rotate, and with colors, with, with I used those uh, those images in memory and I swapped them out. And I did used colors for tricks. So I reassigned the colors and then you get this effect of a rolling ball. But in reality, I draw once the ball in different colors and you only see them, uh, you see only the black and white. And then what happens then is that uh, uh, if I start my software, uh, it switch, uh, it, it rotates uh, all the lines from a specific color to another color to white. And the only color you see on the screen is white. So the blue ones, the red ones, the yellow ones, uh, you don't see. So I have a line that is red. And I move red to white, and then I make uh, blue to white, and the, uh, the, the, the previous white I make red again. So what that happens is you, you have the, the, the illusion that something is moving very, uh, very smooth. Because the only thing that I'm doing is, if you remember these factors, I just change the numbers. Huh? The color number, red is, for example, 32. I change that into uh, uh, 100. That's white. And then uh, if, if after one second, this 100, I... Uh, reassign to 32 and another number like 15 I make uh, 99 and if I you do that uh, ping 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 uh, after every second you change another number to 99 that is white you will have the uh, illusion that you see something move uh, that a, a white line is moving but in reality you you already drawn all those lines in the picture so your picture is already there all, all already there and uh, I use a filter on top of this uh, picture that it only shows the 99s and the rest become zero. So the real picture has like all the kind of colors, but I make a kind of uh, filter on top of it that you only see the 99 and that is what you're seeing on your screen. So in, in your screen you see an, uh, a drawing of an, uh, a ball, a mesh ball, uh, black uh, was zero and then with white lines it is 99 and you see that nicely rotating and all kinds of smoothly. And because it is what it in reality is doing, it is not recalculating all those lines and dispositions. It is only switching colors. <laughs> that was my trick. So I used that for my brother uh, to get frustrated. Uh, uh, how I got this smooth 3D, three-dimensional ball rolling. But uh, of course I told him. But he, he used really calculations and co uh, computer power. Uh, he could in the beginning not not match my uh, speed, and in reality you cannot match the speed because I don't do any calculations at all. A very simple calculation only. But he he understand that my lesson to him was this: that uh, uh, your eyes only see you what you see is exactly what you have to 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 build. But you don't have to calculate. Uh, you have to do difficult. So the initialization. Of the picture takes time, like a minute, to build up the whole images, and then it is like super smooth. And this was my was one of my ideas of of, of tackling this this project. But my brother made like software that is very optimized. The machine go to recalculate those lines everywhere with formulas, and and, and you saw talk 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 talk. You saw the ball uh, rolling, but it was really calculated. So I always uh, I always uh, when I see a problem. I only look at the end result. What is the experience the customer sees or what the, the user sees? That is how you build your application. You don't think, okay, uh, this is the, the problem and I want to make it real. Uh, what kind of formulas do I need? No, I, I always look from the other side. What is the end result? And what is the simplest way to get the end result to the customer without uh, using calculations or difficult things? So, and that was the idea. I said, you see an image. And the next images is another images. So if I can make uh, 50 images, that that looks because it is repeating. So that was the whole trick. And uh, yeah, uh, so 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 this learned that the, the bad thing about this whole the whole exercise was that I was not interested in these factor calculations. Uh, my brother was very good at it when we were young, and he, he, he started this project, what I already told you, it is uh, stereo vision for robots. And he made uh, really software for uh, three-dimensional, so he could uh, use a robot arm to see if the object was in front of or behind of it. He could, at the end, uh, create a, a robot that could uh, pick up an object. Yeah, that was already, what's it, 20, 30, 40, 30 years ago, or 20... 
yeah, 35 years ago, I was working here at the University of Utrecht uh, on, this, on this project. Even Berkeley was in that time uh, interested at this uh, sim. He, so he really made a simulator, a real, real world simulator. And that became later the simulator he used for all uh, other kinds of work he did. So, uh, so what does this mean? So uh, I also understand what simulator is, but I'm not interested in the formulas. And uh, if you get really in this, you have, uh, he explained me, if you have like a, you, you create an, uh, an, a 3D world, yeah? And you would use a uh, vision of that, you will see endless in this 3D world. So this is not what you want because you have to calculate everything. So a, a normal uh, vision or a normal uh, view has a limited reach uh, because of the, the curving of the earth or like mist or something uh, or cloudiness or something. And if you can imagine how cloudy it is, the less you can see. So he had he limited his view first and then he used mist. If it was mist, you could even see less and only uh, bright objects or something of shape still. So he used all kinds of uh, very complex formulas. Uh, at the end, he had to even use like uh, supercomputers uh, to, calc uh, to uh, make those calculations easier because he learned from me also, you, you can use very complex formulas, but at the end you want to have a formula that is only adding and subtracting. And then maybe multiplication, but very simple uh, calculations. This was also, uh, because we used an ARM processor, that was the Archimedes computer from BBC. That computer was super fast with uh, simple uh, multiplications, uh, simple uh, instructions. So he reduced all the formulas in simple instructions and pushed that to, uh, to those uh, chips. Uh, then uh, he had the problem that uh, he saw uh, people using supercomputers. And then uh, he saw also that uh, he could do the computers with GPUs, with graphic cards, uh, because they also use factors. So he changed his whole simulator software to run on a GPU. And uh, he could create the 3D world uh, running on these simple cal uh, cal calculations. And this is before everybody, before, you know, uh, graphic, uh, this was used by other uh, companies. Uh, even uh, co uh, gaming companies were interested in his simulation software because he got this, he got performance that was better than supercomputers. Also, the defense department in Europe, uh, a brother works also worked for defense, they were interested in the simulator because uh, they used what I said on Silicon, uh, they used really big computers, very expensive computers to for simula running simulations. And uh, he could uh, beat those computers like 10 times faster. By, uh, by simple four computers combined with graphics cards. And uh, the other computers were like millions of dollars. Eh? This Silkony uh, graphics cards, so it's very expensive computers. They, they needed like a super, super computers to, to make these simulations. And he could beat it with an almost with a, with an, uh, later, he could even beat them with a normal PC with a uh, good graphics card. So, you understand this 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 is before like all the the, the 3d games and uh, rendering and uh, all those uh, all the other stuff was happened and there was also proprietary software. he made this was his proprietary software so uh, this software never went to gaming or uh, it is used by military but it is not used by by gaming uh, by gaming industry this may be a pity but yeah that that's it uh, because we also were thinking about making our own game uh, because of this, uh, this this journey of my brother of the 3D world, I understand uh, a little bit more about the problems you have with the 3D world uh, and interpret it. So everything you see with your eyes is 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 an, a reflection. Is like uh, what what uh, what the 3D world is. So if you have like an, uh, what we have now with uh, Midnight Journey and all those uh, three uh, uh, these image generators, what they reality do is they they create a two-dimensional image, a presentation of what you uh, put in your prompt. So you have a prompt with objects, with objects. Those objects, it will recognize and it will paste them in a logical, try to find a logical way to put it in an image. And it learned those, uh, the, those orders or how to place them in image because it is trained with other images. So if you describe an, something that it is very good trained on, for the, uh, a wolf in the woods, it has a lot of examples of that. It can create a good picture of a wolf in the woods. But if you ask to, uh, to, uh, uh, to have a wolf upside down in a very strange thing that 
is never trained for. It doesn't know how to place the wolf in what position. It, uh, it doesn't know what to do with it. And then you will see a wolf or like a place somewhere in the picture. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the position will be a little bit correct. Uh, the object is also correct, but the, uh, the, 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 how the wolf looks like is, is totally not correct. Uh, and that's also probably why you see if you see fingers or you see a hand. Uh, that is often you can see if uh, uh, an, AI, an AI uh generated the pictures also the face eh? because there's so many uh, examples of hands and faces it doesn't know exactly how to do it so for to resolve this uh, issue uh, with hands and with faces and with other things that are a little bit morphed a little bit strange is if you make it an object so uh, there is now also uh, uh, software, 3D so uh, 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 AI software that can make 3D objects. Eh? You can say, uh, build me a house 3D and it will give you the, the whole software or the, the parameters, the factors to create a three-dimensional house in a three-dimensional plane. Uh, it can also now create whole landscapes, uh, trees, all three-dimensional. That's maybe a little bit of a trick with it. but. It can do this. So you can imagine that you have a landscape, three-dimensional landscape. You place a three-dimensional house there with a three-dimensional river. It knows that the river has to be in the plane and which plane it has, uh, like the, 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 the surface plane. The house has also be on the surface plane with trees. So you can make a whole three-dimensional uh, uh, image, but uh, environment, a three-dimensional environment with objects in it. But that is probably uh, what they are now doing, and I think that is very important to make this. So, what is this advantage of? So, if you can make a three-dimensional uh, presentation, like from a house, etc., in, in the woods, etc., and if you have this three-dimensional uh, uh, picture, you can make a rendering of a two-dimensional image of it. And now you have the advantage that everything that now this two-dimensional picture uh, shows is correct in the three-dimensional world. So the position, uh, where the objects are in the pictures, uh, uh, the composition will be always correct. Even the sunlight, the shadow, everything will be all right. Previous it had to do with like machine learning, it had to learn like a billion, uh, uh, millions of photos to understand uh, this, this thing. But you can imagine if it understands how to create a 3D world, how to place those objects that it is trained on, in this, uh, make a 3D uh, representation in this 3D virtual world, and then you just make a rendering, a picture of it. The result of those pictures are much better than what you see now with Midnight Journey, etc. etc. Uh, also, your eyes will be correct, your fingers will be correct, because it knows a finger and hand has five fingers, uh, it knows the position, the length, so everything will be atomically correct, uh, because you, that is how you, you make your model of a human or and the house will be also correct. Not some strange things with the roof fitting on the wall. It will be all nicely done and it will be always be correct. And that will be like create images that are really uh, very interesting. The texture, so that is what like the face, the color and the eyes, that you can maybe use for what they use now for Midnight Journey, that you train that with all kinds of uh, examples you have from the internet. Because if you look at uh, Midnight Journey, all those things, and you ask, uh, give me a uh, photo of a nice girl, I think that is the most trained data of the whole data set, uh, faces for humans. That, it is very good at that, and it is very nice. But still, if you really uh, create a lot of them, you will see that there is a percentage that is not nice, or there are faults in it. The eyes are crooked, uh, the colors are wrong, the eye colors are wrong, or something in the hair, or something is wrong. Uh, still, because that is, it is not, uh, uh, it doesn't, it's, it's not created from a 3D model. It is just learned from all kinds. It is plagiarism, uh, what uh, Michio Kuku said. It just used some other images and it combines it and. Hopefully the combining is so convincing that it looks real. But if you really make a 3D, then you and you, and you make then a rendering of this 3D uh, virtual presentation to two dimensionals, then you will have much better images. So those companies like Midnight Journey and uh, Dali Labs, all those uh, things that are now making those images, uh, people are very enthusiastic about it. It looks great. And I also like it very much because I also use it for, for the covers of my books, uh, especially those. Uh, what I like is those uh, 
those art pictures, uh, like a, a face uh, in Dali or in uh, Van Gogh, the landscape or a futuristic uh, AI uh, uh, cover with all kinds of uh, nice, uh, nice uh, symmetrical uh, shapes, uh, and wires and colors and uh, glowing effects. That's something I very like, and it has nothing, that has nothing to do with 3D modeling. But if I really want to use it for like, uh, I have a scene where a car is driving on the road with something, it is, that is, I have to generate sometimes 10 pictures to get the right picture, or maybe sometimes more. If this would be a really a 3D model, and then you make a rendering, a 2D rendering of this presentation, it will be the hit, the, the percentage counts that is exactly what you want is much bigger. So I think, so they can continue this uh, this research of the, what the beta journaling, etc., etc., uh, has. Uh, especially for texture, for the, the coloring uh, and, and how to use uh, specific uh, colors and, uh, and skins and all kinds of things. But the objects that are created with this midnight journey, they are not good. It is always will fail. Uh, you have to give so much examples. You need to make reality create all possible uh, combinations of uh, pictures that are there to, if some if the question comes there it has to have a picture like that so this is not doable and this will data set will be too big so i suggest that all the objects that like uh, there are you make them make a software that can make three-dimensional objects so the human female male uh, a dog perhaps make them all three-dimensional stuff so create so if you have a, 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 a prompt for an image, it will create a three-dimensional picture of that prompt. Then it uses the coloring and all the things that they already now have uh, that, that you can learn with the other images that exist and use a texture over those objects. I think that way of training or, or making an, uh, an image or a movie generator will be the solution for uh, what we now have for real uh, for, for for movie generation for AI, because if you ask sometimes to create two pictures with almost a similar print, you get totally different women, totally different sizes. It's not the same. You can imagine that if you if you have like this three-dimensional world you created with your prompt, and you ask the next image to move the object a little bit. Yeah, or uh, you zoom out or you see it from another position from above the objects will still be the same and then and you, and you probably you can also manipulate that uh, the, the faces stay the same but the, the, so then you can make like a set a movie set and you can move around it from different angles and I think that 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 thing that ID is is the way you have to make the that is the idea how uh, we have to, uh, to go. I think the way we are now going to make uh, images is not the way to make movies. We need to make first a three-dimensional presentation of our prompt and use that as a kind of base to make images of. And also we, we must be able to move those objects in our virtual world, so we manipulate those objects in the... Uh, and used uh, reoccurring uh, uh, objects that we can uh, you define an object and uh, the AI will know that this is this is how the Azamaya looks like. And every time if you make an Azamaya, it looks exactly the same, same coloring, the same, everything is the same. So you can then reuse it in pictures. So you then make a library of all kinds of objects and then uh, you will have, uh, you can create movies. Uh, also, you can use then a skin of uh, a famous actor and always remove that as uh, that skin for on that uh, 3D model of a person. So uh, I think uh, that uh, we the three-dimensional uh, creating a 3D models uh, in a three-dimensional uh, virtual world is more important than making two-dimensional images. Two-dimensional images will, will always be a mirror image of reality. So. That is also why, uh, that is also, I think, what, uh, what Elon Musk saw. They first saw a lost image, and they wanted to see from this image the, the, the road situation, car situation, how to react to car situations. Then they found out they need at least two images to find depth. Uh, this problem with depth was uh, solved by some uh, LoDAR, 
But radar, uh, that's easy. You make a three-dimensional uh, picture of your environment, and then you use the image on top of it, and then you can see the situation. But then they found, uh, I think then uh, uh, Elon Musk found out that if you have like two images after each other shortly, it is almost the same as stereo vision. So you can only use one camera can already create, and if it moves, you can create a three-dimensional uh, world. This needs, of course, more uh, computer power, and you need more images. This is more difficult to make, but this is possible. And this is also what my brother thought was possible. And I think the other companies were too lazy for this, and they want just to get this radar image uh, data. It was much easier. They had directly the three-dimensional stuff. But they needed an extra radar for this. But So this is maybe the simplest explanation why you don't need uh, a radar. Uh, camera can do it, but it needs to move a little bit, and you always move. And uh, so, it, the camera or two cameras or one camera can easily create a three-dimensional uh, world around it. And if you have like enough eight cameras around your car, it can, and you you start your car in the beginning, it will not know. But after a while, you are driving, like maybe a few few minutes, it can create the whole everything it is around it can make it three-dimensional, uh, the same as a radar. So there is no difference then. Uh, between a radar and an image. Uh, the only thing is you need other software. The software challenges there, but yeah, those people at, uh, at uh, Tesla are great programmers and they know about three-dimensional worlds, so for them it is easy to create this. You only need more uh, computer power to do this instead of you directly getting the data from a radar. So they are already studying this, uh, this 3D world interpretation for their car and the, the, the AI reacts on those objects in their three-dimensional world, eh? so how to find the, the, the how to do the edge detection of a road, how to find objects, how to find a car in, on the side of the road, uh, people walking around, uh, uh, crossing the street, those all those problems uh, an AI needs to do, they already trained with this. They already noticed the whole three-dimensional world, how it, how, it, how it functions, and how the AI has to react on those objects that are moving in this three-dimensional world. That's how the AI is trained, huh? that is driving. This is totally different from what uh, OpenAI and BART is doing. They are just predicting the next word in a line of words. So this whole research that uh, what, uh, what Elon Musk did is what he said, it's thousands, so much. If you use a telescope, if you look at him and you look at, uh, at uh, the, the, the technology that OpenAI uses, the method, you need to need a telescope. So far, is so far back behind is it. So they are so far in front of like OpenAI and Bart with the real world, the three-dimensional interpretation and understanding of the AI is, is, is so far ahead of just predicting, uh, predicting the next world. So the only thing now what, what, what people say, for AI to go what, uh, uh, make it, uh, for OpenAI or for BART for make, to make a self-driving car to understand the three-dimensional world is not possible with predicting the next word or what they have now made. So they have to rebuild a new model and, how to, and even the way they interpreted two-dimensional images is not good, but I said you need three-dimensional. And that is exactly what the car and what the robot, uh, the, the Tesla bot and uh, Elon Musk did. He stepped to a three-dimensional world. And he used LMM, this the, the large logarithm model, to for predictions. So because those objects are predictions, so you make a story what you see, and you predict what is going to happen next in the story. And so you see an, 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 an accumulations of 3D objects, and you predict with making a story, what will happen next because you cannot predict with the movement the story is often very simple representation of what is in the picture and some and you see that it is easier to 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 uh, to uh, predict what happens in the story than happens in the real world it's strange but so for example if you have a road yeah you know that there are it can be a T road or a Ford. There's a limited number of roads. But if you look at the image, there can be a, a, an unlimited possibility where to drive. But you know, with normal thinking and uh, text-based and word-wise, that there are only a limited way. So that was one of the problems. That's why they use also these uh, language models and what they use for, for, for driving. If you write, you describe the situation, the 3D situation, huh? you can easily predict what's going to happen. For example, you say that a child is running 
on the uh, from the road uh, from the from the pedestrian road to the road with this speed, what will happen next? So the easier with a language model to to understand it to cross the road. But for an image, for uh, data-wise, image-wise, it is uh, still uh, very difficult to understand the intention of an object. Uh, the child, what's a child? I don't know. It's just an image of a, of a child. But story-wise, you know, child has this behavior, so it will cross because it is running behind a ball. Uh, this logical, running behind one object, chasing a ball, is, is easier to predict with a language model than with an image model. So that's why they combine this, this image model with this language model, so they know uh, how the 3D objects in their images are behaving. Now also, cat and the dog, they, you, can, you can interpret this. If you recognize a three-dimensional object as a dog, a three-dimensional object as a cat, you know, well, eh, you don't know those objects will chase each other if you just look at images, but if you have a language model, you will know they don't hate each other and they will chase each other. So they will walk uh, not side by side, they, they will rather they'll run away from each other. And that, that reaction can that has an influence on the 3D world and also you have to be careful with your car. If you see a cat and a dog side by side, you know, okay, you have to stop. Let's look what those two are doing. Eh? Just don't drive over a cat or a dog. So it's better to stop. But image-wise, you will not understand this. But text-wise, story-wise, you will understand this situation. But that's why now also Mike, uh, uh, Elon Musk is using these, these text models to predict what's happening in the 3D world he, 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 he detected. So he already has this uh, OpenAI and BART stuff. It's already in there. So but only to, if he, he wants to make a chatbot, he just split off this piece or maybe uh, just doesn't keep it. But it, 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 you will, it, it will uh, use tokens for, for it will be optimized for, for communications, for uh, like talking and not. But it will still have this, this, this three dimensional stuff behind it. So it will be a much better uh, understanding physics in the real world, this AI, than an, an AI from, uh, from OpenAI. For OpenAI, this, 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 what Elon Musk created in the three-dimensional world for detecting, is totally, totally not possible. They will have to spend years and years, maybe ten years or five or six years, to catch up with this uh, ID, what uh, Elon Musk made already. So that means that uh, even if you have Bart or OpenAI, you put it in a robot, it will not be, uh, it will not work as good as. Uh, the FSD that uh, Elon Musk already have. So for Elon Musk, it is very simple to upgrade his uh, language model that he already has trained inside of his model, I think, but just add more to it, like maybe the whole, uh, what, what the training, the extra training set that uh, uh, OpenAI uses and uh, Bart uses, just add that to the model. And you have to increase it because you also have a 3D model already in there. So you just add more information and maybe I think this will lead to a very interesting uh, model, maybe much, much, much better than uh, OpenAI has. And I think if you have, can uh, incorporate sound, then I think you're almost there for general AI. So, then it has the thought, it has the vision, and it has the ears, and it has the, the, uh, the, the, the audio uh, of, of the real world. That is much closer than you just have a token and you predict the next word. Okay? You understand? You just OpenAI and Bart just predict the next word, Elon Musk has a three-dimensional uh, understanding of the world. It uses for the objects, it can recognize the ob objects, and it, uh, with the language model, those objects, it can create a story, and it will know how they will react in the 3D world because of story-wise of the information it has uh, from this language model. You understand? This is, this is, the, this is much more uh, advanced than, uh, than anything that uh, OpenAI and uh, Bart has made. So, I, so that's also why uh, this is probably uh, Elon Musk's uh, uh, company is a real AI company. And uh, the other companies are not AI, they are just predicting it. It's like the game of words. It's really the game of words what uh, uh, OpenAI and Bart is. They are just playing with words and the order of words. Elon Musk is seeing the real world and predicting what's going to happen in the real world and what and can learn from the real world. And that is totally different than predicting a next word. It also has this function of predicting the next word for in a story. So what happens? So that's how it probably, how it thinks, what the 
situation is, uh, what it uh, discovers in the real world, and how, how it probably will end up. Uh, it has probably some scenarios. It can go this way or go this way or this way, and then it chooses the the best solution or the best, uh, probably the biggest chance what will happen, and it will act on that. And then it can correct if it is something else is happening. It will rethink what is happening in the real world with this prediction. So that is what uh, FSD is, is doing. And this is totally different from any other company what they are doing. And that is why I want to end. Uh, Elon Musk is, an, uh, is uh, with, uh, with Tesla is a much more advanced, not, not one times fast, better, but uh, 10 times, but I think it is more in the 100 times better AI than uh, OpenAI and uh, BART. BART and OpenAI uh, and even um, Midnight Journey and all those other uh, DALI and uh, all those other things that create images and that is based on this generalist model, the Transformers, and uh, uh, so what, what uh, predicting the next words, though, though, it is not the real world. It is a fictitious world. And that's we know we, we for humans are not living in a fictitious world. In the fictitious world, everything is possible. So that's why it can uh, hallucinate or it can tell the non-true truth. If it is based on the real world, it has to be true in the real world, and it will always then it will be not lying or saying strange things. So your your base will be built on the real physics and the real truth that is out there, and then it creates the it creates a story or do something. With other things, is just looking at this at this uh, at the statistically way how words are ordered, and it creates a nicely ordered set of words as a response. So that is how I want to close. So people are right. Uh, if you look at a really company that is AI, software-wise, I think Tesla is the furthest in the world. Uh, Hardware-wise, I think Nvidia is uh, is also there, uh, but they have uh, they have to look out for the specially made chips for uh, for Apple and for, for Tesla, etc., etc. And even those, I think for Tesla with the Dojo chip that is really optimized for this 3D uh, for their AI. What what is the best? means at the end this hardware will be also much better and much more applicable to their model than Nvidia. That's why they want to shift from Nvidia hardware to their own hardware because uh, the Nvidia hardware is not optimized for their model. So if they have uh, optimized hardware and this model will be the future model that everybody is going to use, Microsoft have, uh, Tesla will not have only the lead in the, in the, in the model, in the, in the AI, but also in the hardware. So it looks very good. Uh, so that, uh, and I expect also that people will find this out later and later, maybe over five years or six years, uh, that this is the case. And uh, you will see that also in the stock market. And I think also that it will be a boost for, uh, for, for Tesla if they understand it. And maybe for other people, programs that um, channels that are talking about this, they cannot really explain why uh, Elon Musk uh, AI is better than uh, than that of. Uh, uh, OpenAI or from BART. I explained it in this video and I hope people uh, uh, will use this as an explanation why, uh, what is the difference between those uh, AI models. See you!